Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we're back once again. We brought a very special guest with us, one of our longtime close friends, our buddy Scott from north of the border. Scotty, how's it going? We uh, we want to recognize that you are El Prez of what we mention almost every week, Brock Street Brewery, INC. So there you go, <laughs> representing, we're representing. So uh, here we go again. It's preseason football, lots to talk about. Got some emails to get to. Got some uh, football talk to start with uh, going into football season. I know these guys are uh, going to be loving that. So, uh, yeah, we're going to make it happen. So uh, we're going to kick it to Ed. I don't know if he can hear us. He's uh, working remote uh, about uh, reading the email. I'm out on the road, fellas. I'm coming back from a Saints game. So I, I can hear you guys barely, but just letting you know, uh, just trying to be here for you guys. Scott, good to see you, man. And, yeah, we just missed each other by another week again. Congratulations on the brewery. I'm going to do my best to jump in and that type of thing. But uh, it's going to be spotty at best. But I will I leave. I will leave one point. Um, did see Mahomes play for two series. The man live is the bomb. He's, he's where it's at. So I'll listen in and jump in the best I can. But I can hardly hear you guys at all. So, Okay. Uh, Tommy, uh, I don't know if you got uh, this week's email available. Um, if uh, if you want to read it this week, we're, we're stepping on Ed's toes with this sure. one. So, yep. Yeah, I've got it. Okay, this, cool. This week's email comes from Alec, and uh, it's coming. We're, we're going uh, to England. It's Norwich, England. And they, I don't know if male or female, so, hey, 1973, just came across your podcast. I love how it's regular dudes getting together talking about regular guy stuff. Reminds me of the old man show, a view that I miss these days. My question <laughs> is, what's next for the 1973 boys? Uh, I'll I'll kind of take that one a little bit, and then maybe Tom can add to it. Uh, we're going to start. Um, if, uh, if we read your email on the uh, podcast, we'll send you a 1973 decal. We're in the works with that. And if uh, you end up being a guest on the show, We'll uh, shoot you a T-shirt. So decal for an email if we get to it. And then uh, if you come on the show, we'll shoot you a T-shirt. So uh, that's what we got in the works. And plus, we uh, just jumped on some new uh, media platforms for our audio streaming. I don't know if uh, the professor has the list, but I know one of them is Apple Podcasts. Uh, I know it's Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, uh, iTunes, I believe. Spotify. Uh, Spotify, yep. And I think, I'm not sure, I'm pretty sure I'm, I might be missing one, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, so there's at least five forms of uh, audio platforms that we're jumping onto. The first episode is uploaded, uh, if you want to go back and, and listen to it, and then I'll slowly start to upload more of the episodes as time uh, permits. Uh, it's going to start getting heavy with me with the uh, school and hockey season coming aboard, so... I'm going to be rocking and rolling, going in about four different directions with two kids this year. So uh, I'm going to be, uh, we'll be consistent. We'll be here every weekend and we'll be getting another podcast out to you. So uh, before we get going with some uh, football talk, let's um, let's talk to Scott a little bit. Tom, you want to hit him up with a couple couple uh, questions about one of the guys that uh, we love and we, we, we want to give a big virtual hug to? Well, Scotty, I mean, first off, how the heck did a guy from Massachusetts end up in Ontario? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, why not? I just needed some better hockey competition, right? 
I love it. I love yeah. it. You know, I just needed to, you needed, you needed to get a little, uh, a little faster skating. Uh, no, no, you know, you, you guys know the story, but basically I came up here with the family and uh, had, well, had my youngest there, but had another daughter here and life has happened. And before you know it, I've got two jobs, a lot of crazy stuff on the go. And it's been like 16, 17 years now. Time flies, too. Nice, man. <laughs> so how did how'd the idea, I've always wanted to know, how the idea of opening up the brewery come about? I've never actually asked you this. Ah, well, it came about because of alcohol, basically. <laughs> it, it, you like all our best ideas, it actually happened over a drunk text. Uh, so me and my buddies, we were kind of just talking about things to do, want to get a bit of a hobby. So we decided, hey, why don't, let's try brewing some beer. And after a bunch of hours brewing beer, the one thing you do while you're brewing beer is you drink beer. And so we were quite in the bag at the time, and we had the number to the mayor of our town, and we, you know, had this great idea. Oh, we're making incredible beer, even though we're, we really weren't at the time. And uh, so we sent her a text saying, hey, we'd like to buy the fire hall in downtown Whitby and uh, open up a brewery. And eight years, well, we've been open for eight years later. We're uh, all across the province. We uh, have about 40 employees and tons and tons of variety. We're in about 300 liquor stores and all kinds of crazy stuff. We've had the Stanley Cup up to the third floor. That's what I was going to mention. You've expanded, right? The uh, brewery itself has expanded to a what are you? Are you three floors now? Yeah, yeah. We built a we built a twenty thousand square foot brewery right in the heart of Whippy. We had a smaller location originally, and so we have a, the brewery. There's a restaurant there, a banquet hall, and then a third floor, which is a rooftop lounge. It's kind of really cool, prohibition style. And uh, we had Cal Foote up there, uh, Adam Foote's son, when he played played for the Tampa Bay Lightning because of COVID. They didn't get their day with the cup. And so uh, they had to do it the same year Colorado won. So they had to split it up. And so he was very specific on the date. And we had them up there. And I, you guys probably have seen it. I have a picture of me drinking my beer out of the uh, Stanley Cup. I always thought I would be doing that because of a player, but uh, my <laughs> – my five seven frame <laughs> uh, never uh, never would let me. I was no Theon Flurry. You goon. Yeah, I think the only thing you have in common with Theo Flurry is the beer. Yeah, exactly. Now I know you're humble, but I do know your brewery. You're, you've won some awards up there, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. We were named best new brewery in Ontario. Uh, we've had a bunch of different. Um, We've had a bunch of different uh, national awards in Canada for all the different beers. So it's it's been a good go of it. We make some good beer. We've got a good following. Um, we produce probably a couple million beers a year um, all throughout the province of Ontario. Basically, we're right out the greater Toronto area. And I uh, would love to expand. We're hoping to uh, build a third uh, brewery in a couple of years to come. But uh, yeah, and and we're the sponsor for the 1973 podcast, you know, without even knowing it. It's by osmosis. Yeah, a couple beers and uh, and some t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. And uh, I still no, buy you a t-shirt. Yeah, no good decisions are made over tuna salad, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, on a lighter note, Scotty, I know 
you're a huge Boston Bruins fan. How do you get treated up there with all the Maple Leaf fans? Oh God. Well, the thing is you always have something over the Maple Leafs, right? They're, they're like, uh, you like how the Red Sox were back before uh, we broke the curse. So they may give you a little shit. The problem I have is anytime a Boston team loses, I'm the only Boston person someone knows it knows. So my phone blows up. I actually have to shut my phone up, shut my phone off if I'm trying to watch something in delay. Because having two young kids for the longest time, I couldn't watch the Pats game or the Bruins game live time. So I'd record it. And then I'd get a text going, hey, oh, look at Scotty. They're getting their ass kicked or what have you. So I would have to just sh- put it on airplane mode and uh, do that. But uh, they got some great fans up in here in Toronto. And they've got uh, a very passionate fan base. But you're starting to see them. You know, the, the, their mental uh, acuity, their mental fragility is starting to break every year. They, they remind me of the Red so- of us Red Sox fans before the Red Sox broke the 86-year curse. Exactly, exactly. There's uh, one of my friends has a calendar where it has all the years the Maple Leafs won the cup. And then on the last spot is just a tearaway paper where you can, you know, oh, we didn't win it this year, just tear, tear it away, tear it away. So that's all I got. You guys got any questions for Scotty? No, I, I just, the, the thing uh, I'll say to the Maple Leafs fans is I hope that you guys don't win because that puts the Flyers in the queue for the longest without a Stanley Cup. So that's the buffer. Keep keep that curse going. I need that buffer. Before so we I got a couple there. questions for the, for the podcast here. Okay. Okay. I know you wanted Bobby Orr. Am I second up? I heard Bobby Orr was mentioned in the 25th episode so i am am i second coming so that's why yeah 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 it's it, it was uh all due to budget that's that's how you know we we figured we wanted to get bobby r and then we couldn't so we figured we would at least get somebody relevant from canada and this is the best well, we could do i've seen scotty play in front of me so i i mean it is bobby i mean he played d up for me for for a while so you know i do consider him my bobby Orr. Yeah, yeah, and if and and if you ask Ed, he was better than Bobby Orr. <laughs> so, Scotty, why don't you tell us, uh, tell the viewers anyway, where they can find Brock Street Brewery and where your uh, operation, your hours of operation? Yeah, so basically, we're all throughout Ontario. You can go to www.brockstreetbrewing.com. Uh, right now, just because of the laws, we haven't expanded outside of the province. Uh, we played around in Manitoba for a bit, and we kind of pop in and pop out of there. Um, but if you are in Toronto or you're visiting the Toronto, there's basically there's the government runs the liquor store. They're called the LCBOs. You can go into almost any liquor store in Ontario, and uh, there's 300 plus of them, and where you can find us in there. Awesome. Awesome. I can tell you, I had a couple friends of mine go on vacation with their family up there a couple months ago, and they took a trip and they stopped in and they said it was awesome. They loved the place. Uh, excellent. Yeah, we have a lot of fun there. We have a lot of fun events, a lot of uh, good beer and all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, you guys are on Facebook for everybody that has that. You can see some of the events and the postings from the brewery if you want to check that out, too. Yep. Thanks, buddies. All, yep. all the socials. Yep. Uh, Tom, um, let's segue over to you. You got any fantasy picks for this week? We didn't get to Uh, them last week. Brought to you by Tom Shitty Picks. Yes. So here we go. Buy the shirt. Buy the shirt. (laughs) Buy the shirt. You cheap bastards. All right. uh, This week, (laughs) my uh, pitcher for the week is going to be Logan Gilbert from the Seattle Mariners. 
He has two games. He's starting two two games. He's playing against Kansas City and against the Astros. Now the Astros will be tough, but uh, Logan Gilbert's av- averaging double digit fantasy points in four of his last six starts, and his opponent's batting average this year is against him is two twenty six. So I think he's going to rack up some points. And I'm staying with Seattle with my hitter of the week. I'm going with Julio Rodriguez. Again, he's got four against KC and three against Houston. And he's got five multi-hit games in his last six games. And he's currently batting leadoff because of injury. So he's going to get at least probably one more extra at bat than he normally does. But he's a career 357 average against Kansas City. So I think he's going to light them up this weekend. Uh, book it. Nice. Nice. Uh, so I uh, noticed when I was on a ride to a random rink, in Foxborough that I ran right into uh, Patriots preseason Thursday night. And I said to myself, here we go. I, I didn't even know it was, it was the day I ran into it traffic. I'm like, can it, can I, can I just get to the rink? But I was sidetracked by the Massachusetts state police and football. So uh, Tom, I don't know if Ed's uh, in the queue for this, but we're going to talk uh, some football and, um, Yep. What do you get this week to start oh, this football preseason off? I want to actually uh, ask Scotty and Ed if Ed can hear us. But uh, the preseason, they've cut the games down to three games this year instead of four. Well, actually, I think it started last year. But I want to know what their opinion of it is and uh, if they think it's too many games, too less games. I mean, to me, it doesn't really matter. because They cut the game out, but the uh, preseason, the camp is still the same amount of uh same amount of weeks and days and uh, they tried to do it because of injuries and we've already had Joe Burrows and Devontae Adams both get hurt so I mean it's not really cutting down on injuries too much so I don't know what those guys think I'll take this first if you don't mind since I can kind of hear it I just think that look I mean preseason is what preseason is I mean I'm I'm heading back right now from the Saints game and uh, you know I saw you know Derek Carr he played he played what two series this today and uh patrick mahomes he played i think two and that was it and the game was still three hours you know they like the twos and the threes they played on they played everything for the rest of the game it was an exciting game i had a lot of fun and that type of thing but you know again i i think that you know the product on the field is definitely suffering because guys are not getting reps at game speed you know and if you're really concerned about your players you didn't need to add the 17th game you know, I mean, I think that, you know, pretty much you need to have backup players to develop your players. You need to have twos on the squad. You need to have guys in your practice squad as well. So I just think that, um, you know, take, take that preseason away. Uh, you know, it kind of makes sense because they added that one game um, during the regular season, which doesn't sense. And, you know, season ticket holders don't want to pay for that extra home, that extra home game. And, um, you know, for basically watching backups play. I'll kick it back to you guys and go ahead, Scott. Yeah. Eddie, I, I would I would say the same thing in a way. That 17th game, I'm kind of a purist also with like baseball. Like, you know, all those records are gonna be broken because there's they added a 17th game. The fans weren't really just jiving for an extra 17th game. Um I actually got down to the Patriots training camp last week, which was actually pretty cool to see. The first time I had been there. And um it's not like the training camp of our days when we played football, where it's two a days, you're beating each other up. This was a pads practice and they barely touched each other. And they only, because of the collective bargaining agreement, they only have a couple pads practices. So uh, I was, I, 
I like, you know, I like the preseason. Like, all of a sudden, we all know who this guy Malik Cunningham is. He was the only bright spot of that Pats game, right? The Zappy was horrible. Uh, The other guy that they had, uh, number 19, I forgot his name, the journeyman there. Um, Oh, McSorley. Yeah. And... um, and then Malik comes in, and often you're, you've got you've already turned the channel, and this guy is just dynamic with the ball, running it, passing it. He's like he, he was the best part of the game, and it came in the last like three four minutes. Tom, so, uh, as uh, as far as week one going into week two, because we didn't really preview week one, do you have anything like we can kind of transition in between the two weeks going into next week, so we can pick up where we well, left yeah. off. It's stuff to look out for and watch for is uh, the Patriots are practicing this week with the Green Bay Packers, and then they play. I don't know if they play Friday or Saturday, but they play. And just keep an eye on Jordan Love, that quarterback for Green Bay, because, I mean, it's all on him now. They trade Aaron Rodgers, so he's he's the guy. So it's interesting. I know he played a couple series this week, but usually the second game is you start seeing the starters play a little bit more. But uh, that – and then, like, today um, – Talk about starters not playing well. San Francisco and uh, uh, Shanahan, as a coach, he's not messing around. He played Trey Lance the entire first half today. So I think he's – I think those guys like that, those two young quarterbacks, they're under a lot of pressure, and it's be interesting to see how they how they uh, perform. And even with the Pats, with Mac Jones, there's a lot of pressure on Mac Jones this year. With He can't complain about an offensive coordinator anymore. He's got one. They brought Bill O'Brien back in, so it's time for him to put up or shut up. So um, any any stories coming out of the NFL, like before the uh, season even really gets going, that uh, like Rodgers with the Jets or anything else, you know, to that extreme, or is everything still like kind of in the copacetic kind of, well, everything's well, copacetic, but you got to worry. Um, you got to see how long. I mean, they're not really saying how long Joe uh, Burrows is going to be out for. I know um, hit the wide receiver Chase told him to stay out, and he wants him to stay out until at least week four or five. He said it's the beginning of the season is not important. He wants him healthy for the end of the season. But the big injury is Devontae Adams. They don't really know how bad it is. I know Josh McDaniels, all he said was that it's bad, but it's not as bad as it could be. So. We'll have to see and just see how how bad that injury is. And then now you have like storylines like the Indianapolis Colts and Jonathan Taylor, their wide receiver. I mean, their running back. He wants to be traded. He hasn't shown up to camp yet, but he's supposed to to uh, come tomorrow. He's supposed to arrive. And then the whole thing with the running backs in around the league have all like formed. I I don't know. They they have a a weekly. Uh, phone call, group phone call, because they're not happy with the pay and the amount of pay. The average pay for running backs is going down. So they're they're I don't know what they're going to do about it, but they're uh, they're trying to figure out what to do with that and see. I, I don't know if they're going to try to go to the collective bargaining agreement with it or what. But be interesting that, to keep an eye on. That is something though, where you see the running backs used to be the highest paid players outside of the quarterbacks. Our yeah. Walter Payton's, Eric Dickerson's, Ladanian Thomas, Emmett Smith. And now they've just, it's, I think it's the analytics people. They go, you've got three, four good years for a running back, and then you're garbage. So while we've got you for your first contract, you're, you're not going to be worth it. The year's going off. So there is a whole thing of collusion there. It's the rarity when you got a running back who can uh, make it past four or five years. Yeah. And it's a lot of, a lot of teams now are going with 
like a running back by committee. You don't really see a three down back anymore. It's it's kind of a dying breed. I know uh, Ed was trying to hop in with something. Does Ed have anything before uh, we change the subject? I was just going to say, like, the thing, you know, I kind of thought it was great with um, Sean Payton talking smack about the offensive, the, the head coach of the Broncos. thought that was great, man. It, it kind of actually made it seem like, hey, you know, that these guys aren't all, like, PC and stuff like that. It's kind of nice. And, I mean, and Sean Payton was not wrong with what he said. I mean, it was like a country club over there, and they, and they didn't – and. They didn't win many football games. So, you know, and I liked how I liked how, uh, you know, the head coach solid responded. I also liked how uh, Aaron Rodgers responded, too. It's kind of nice, you know, nice little build up to game four, a little professional wrestling, a little UFC, if you will. You know, kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hard Knocks was a puff piece, though. I felt like the uh, first episode of Hard Knocks with uh, the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. I was like, oh, my God, it was such a. Is such a puff piece. I'm totally rooting for a completely beautiful tragedy of the New York Jets failure. That's what I'm hoping for. I want to see Aaron Rodgers healthy the entire way and just lose, 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 and lose. So what you're saying, it's almost like the Bruins season. You want to see that, but for the Jets? No, I don't want him to do well at all. I want this <laughs> torture game by 17 games where he has to then decide he's got to retire. Hey, Scotty, how popular is the NFL up there? I know you have the CFL, but how popular is the NFL? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. It's just uh, they they really need to bring a team up to Toronto. Uh, Toronto, it's a city of I don't even know how many million, but it's bigger than most other cities. It's much bigger than Buffalo and others. I think we've got like 5 million maybe in the city or so. Don't quote me, but... Um, Come on, Scotty. You got to pull those those numbers, man, for your volume, man. It's all about well, sales volume. Yeah, it's about five million Canadians. So <laughs> when you rate relate it to American, like you lose a little bit in the exchange. But no, Toronto is an incredible sports city, right? People travel from here to Buffalo to watch the games, and when the games, they had a couple of games before COVID where the Bills would come out and they would sell out uh, the Rogers Arena. Uh, the uh, Blue Jay Stadium there, which was about sixty-five thousand seats, so this this area could totally support. It, it supports a team in every other every other league, but uh, well, football. So you know, it would be pretty cool where um, I'll take an NHL expansion where they're always trying to NFL it into Europe. Why don't they just absorb the uh, what is it, the Toronto uh, Argos? Argonauts, yeah, yeah. Why don't they just? <laughs> why don't they just do an expansion like they did with the world hockey league and take two of the teams and, and throw them in the NFL. And that'd be, it'd be pretty epic historic. I, I mean, they wouldn't have to really change too much other than the, you know, the NFL tag and uh, you know, that'd be something that'd be noteworthy and historic to do if they ever want to do something like that. It would be really cool. You throw one in Vancouver, throw one in Toronto, just, you know, get a couple of the coast. Uh, you could, this area would totally support at least um, Canada would support at least three or four teams. Although anybody who gets cut off, like the Patriots practice squad will go over to the CFL and become a star. So that's, <laughs> that's why when people are talking to me about the CFL, I'm like, sorry, that's the guy who got cut from the practice squad last year. <laughs> so like Doug Flutie, people forget yeah. that Doug Flutie played he's, there. He's the rarity, the rarity, the Kurt Warners, the Doug Flutie's, you know, these guys who played arena ball. Warren Moons. Yep. Who is that? 
Ted. Warm moon. Warm moon. Warm moon. Warm moon. Tom, uh, before we uh, get get too long in the tube, we got about seven minutes left in the uh, episode. So, uh, any um, album picks of the week? Yeah, this week, you know, this week we lost uh, kind of a legend in uh, rock and roll. Uh, Robbie Robertson passed away of cancer and uh, on the night. And so this week, my uh, album of the week is going to be the best of the band. And uh, he wrote, Robbie wrote eight of the 11 songs on the album. And uh, it was released in 1976. And uh, it was actually their first greatest hits album. They have a couple out, but some of my favorite songs from them, Up on Cripple Creek, uh, the weight, uh, the shape I'm in, and uh, I love the song the, the night they drove old Dixie down. But so, uh, pretty pretty good documentary on them. The band uh, they recorded the last time they ever played together. It's called The Last Waltz. It's pretty good. I mean, it pops up every now and then. I, I don't know if you can watch the whole thing on YouTube, but really cool if you're into music and you you like that. Uh, you know, kind of 70s rock, uh, you know, it's not heavy, but it it is stuff that, you know, if you didn't realize that the band wrote a couple of songs that you toe tap to, you, you'll you recognize a, a bunch of their stuff. So being an older generation, you don't get that kind of music anymore. And it makes you appreciate it a little bit more now because uh, how bad the music scene is, for you know, especially for rock music. But that uh, they're they're pretty underrated as far as like uh, you know the Fleetwood Mac style of of rock music and you know it's it's definitely worth checking out the Last Waltz. Um, Scott, any thoughts on? Uh, I guess I think with that one, and if, if I've got it correctly, and I make you know music enthusiasts might say I'm wrong, but the the band was that that potential maybe it was the Last Waltz or what have you. There was a point where there was cocaine residue on one of the uh, nostrils of one of the players, and they had to pixelate it out. And someone from the band said that was the most expensive, most <laughs> amount of money I spent on cocaine ever because they actually had to clear that out. Isn't that crazy? It, it's yeah. uh, it's definitely a different time and a different uh, you know, set of uh, set of circumstances with with the bands. That no no pun intended. The bands back then. So. Um, what we usually do, uh, Scotty, before we uh, close out is we like to, you know, kind of, you know, do a quick round table, of, you know, shout outs. And uh, what do you got this week? You got anything for uh, anybody watching at home, all the guys down at work? Uh, I've got actually more of a uh, maybe a shut up as opposed to a shout out. You get. I think you guys you keep mentioning the Phantom. You gotta you gotta block his name. You gotta ban his name. You're too good for him. Right? <laughs> you guys are too good for the Phantom. You stop talking about him. You, he's gonna come to you. Uh, he loves the. I'm guarantee you, he's loving all the attention, all of that. So, and if you ever let him on, you gotta keep black screen him. Like put a mask, put something like that, bag over his head. If the bag over the head would work. Yeah. So instead of a shout out, a shut up. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, it's his agents like Scott Boris, man. Like, geez, he's he's tough. He's the, driving a hard line. Now, we, if we, he's talking about him, he's going to start coming to you. Yeah, we forgot to mention when we introduced you, Scott, that you are an American citizen and a high school graduate. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, we we forgot to uh, bring that up. It's very important that you know 
the, the viewers and the listeners that don't know any of the backstory get the whole, uh, you know, they get the classified G.I. Joe file card on the back of uh, yep. the package. I grew up with these knuckleheads. We all played hockey and we beat each other over the heads for many, no. many years. Nope, nope. Concussion protocols. No, we did not. We were finesse players. Don't you forget about that. <laughs> uh so, uh, yeah, just um, I, I want to give a quick shout out to, you know, just everybody that's wrote in the last like 25 episodes. Just thanks for the support and thanks for, uh, you know, just tuning in every week and, and giving us a thumbs up, a like, a subscription, a, a, you know, all that other fun stuff that that keeps us rolling in the old social media world. Tom, you got anything? I want to give a shout out to one of our older friends, Hav. I ran into him Uh recently about a little over a week ago when i probably sat and talked to him for like over a half hour 40 minutes it was great catching up with him and i know he's he's listening and watching and uh, i just want to thank him and tell him he's doing good man take it one day at a time if you had uh, if you had interviewed him for the uh, podcast we probably could have wrote that off and probably got your market (laughs) basket for uh (laughs) for tax purposes ed any quick shout outs we got like a minute left Got a minute left. I just want to, Scotty, thanks for coming on, man. It's great to see you. Maybe we can actually coordinate a visit together uh, and now we can see each other. But just want to say thank you to everybody that listens every week and reaches out for us. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if 2014 uh, Camaro is a top tier anymore. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're going to have to uh, find out how these uh, legal things work. And we're going to have to write off a business trip uh, one of these times and uh, see if we can get a uh, recouped on some travel expenses and, and whatnot still that's all still a uh, uh unknown territory for the uh, 1973 podcast absolutely we should hold it in the brewery yes that'd be great we, yeah i mean keep sending in these ideas they're, they're great <laughs> we, we'll we'll work on it we we got plenty of things to do it's a whole new venture places to go things to do so you know, we're going to, uh, we'll get there. We were going to coordinate an event that everybody could go to or or something like that and record from an event or, you know, a, a game or, or something like that. We're working on a bunch of different stuff. So uh, we're under a minute left. So I'm just going to sign off and tell everybody thanks. And Scott, thanks for coming on. We'll uh, check out you guys next week and maybe Ed can work on his production. It's out from the road. <laughs> Later, everybody. Cheers, boys. <laughs>